Hey everybody, welcome to Love the Nilsons. I'm Thomas. My name is Alyssa. And we're here to share our story. Discuss relationships. Talk about raising our kids. Be advocates for mental health. Share our faith. And whatever else life may throw our way. Let's do this. Woo! Welcome back. Here we are, me and you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I love you. Is that cheesy? A little bit, but that's kind of what we're about, right? <laughs> okay. We're going to roll with it. Yeah. We have been kind of pondering how we wanted to start this new year. There's been a lot of content, I feel like, out there, um, just various like Instagram and podcasts and different things that I've seen of everybody just talking about their goals and year interview. And I mean, it's a good time to kind of reflect back on the year and... So we are here today to talk about our year kind of in a different way. We want to be way. different. So we're going to talk about 2027, actually. We're going to Look talk ahead. about um, future. What joke are you going to try to make on top of my joke? Go ahead. I was go. going to try and think of like um, like Lizzie McGuire or something back when. Aren't we in the year when like they would say the future was or something now? But oh, yeah. Anyway, but we just, we want to talk about. No, you're about... talking about Sweet Life of Zach and Cody when they made the <laughs> like, reservation yeah, and it was know. finally up now. Like, I know there was some show that we Tangent. watched as a kid. But um, we have just really been super reflective on our year for obvious reasons. And I, I'm, I'll just be pretty straightforward here. Ending the year and starting this new one has been really, really hard for me personally. I feel like you've been. Okay, pretty reflective and pretty goal-driven. I've been reflective and looking forward more. I feel like you've been looking backwards more. And not like living in the past. I feel like you've been much more reflective reflective looking at what happened. Yeah. Me, like I look at it and think, okay, let's move forward now. And so I'm like been more optimistic. Not that you're not lacking optimism. I just feel like you've been a lot more. A little bit sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of emotions that have been felt. And so we kind of... In talking with each other, thought it would be interesting to discuss kind of month by month almost in a way last year of kind of like the journey of our emotions and lessons learned last year. Not just like a January, we did this, went to Monster Jam, February, went to Arizona. Which is true. Great things. Oh, yeah, great things. I was, I'm not speaking lies here, speaking truth. We did go to Monster Jam. It was cool. But we wanted to kind of you know, in the spirit of how we talk about mental health a lot on our podcast, we thought it would be worthwhile to kind of, at least even worthwhile just for me and you to kind of digest emotions, reflect in an emotional way and kind of like relive some of those things. So there might be tears up ahead. There might be (laughs) laughter. There might be screaming, probably not screaming. Some toots. No, I got the toots out before the (laughs) podcast. But I just, I kept thinking, I had, I kept seeing everybody's like year in review, like little videos and reels and stuff that they were making. And I, I really enjoyed watching those and I kept trying to make one. And every time I would go to make one, I just couldn't do it. I would get stuck looking at these photos and I would end up crying and just like, oh my word, look at what happened to us this year. Like, I can't believe what happened to me. It's just changed so many things for our future. And it was just so painful. And there was just so many of these feelings. And so I just, I didn't end up making one, which is fine, obviously. But I did did have this thought, I did have this thought, and this is kind of where this podcast topic came from, is like, I would love to have pictures 
But instead of just saying like January, February, March and going through the year like I had typically seen, which is still fun and I think fun for like a family to review. But I wanted to go through and look at those pictures and think like, okay, what were we feeling at the time? What did we learn? And um, ultimately what we want to kind of end this by talking about is what we now want hope to take into this new year and so I guess our hope as we talk about this is you can think back on your year and just think okay I learned some really good things I learned some really hard things I felt some big feelings that were either positive or negative or probably most of us both and now what do I want to take from those feelings into this new year yeah so I feel like we all learn lessons and like do things accomplish things and those are great to like take note of like as obviously this time of year we set goals like as you look back at last year and think oh you accomplished your goal of losing 20 pounds or reading 30 books or whatever it is like those are totally good and we have nothing against that we just wanted to do it in a little bit different way I like what you said about like looking at pictures and like the things that happen like that's really cool and neat but like put yourself back in that position like what emotions or sentiments were you feeling at that time i really like that and we've really had to dig deep because um once we kind of sorted through the bulk of like the trauma that happened this year our therapist really challenged us to now start looking at like all the positive things that happened or the positive things that we can learn from the trauma from the negative which is really really hard and that's not to say we're completely healed from this trauma i feel like you're doing pretty well i still i'm doing well but still have some work to do i would say i mean we both did but yeah everybody i mean it's life we're all works in progress but she really challenged us to like i feel like you guys are in like an okay space i would love for you to think about this hard and think about all this insane trauma that you went through this year and now like talk about the good and talk about what you learned and the positives. So just going to start. So January was a pretty simple month for our family. Honestly, I feel like the first few two, months, three months, like we're just pretty simple, just soaking in just kind family of time. in our routines, doing life. I mean, we had January. We took a a family trip to visit our some of our best friends in Arizona. Shout out Clunkers! <laughs> they were on the episode last, not last week, but last, last episode time. that yeah. we had. Um, so as we looked at pictures and kind of like thought about that, like we in that moment, I think we were very grateful. There's going to be an overwhelming sense of gratitude <laughs> throughout the year, but like in that moment specifically, I think we were. At least me, just really reflective on friendship in general. Like, with yeah. the Clumkers, with Jacob and Kenzie, but, like, with all of our other friends, too. Just, like... We have a great neighborhood and just church. From, yeah, we have really good friends. And it would, you know, in the coming months, we would learn what great yeah. friends we had by seeing yeah. all the service rendered. But, like, I think from the month of January, like, an overall sentiment that I felt was just gratitude for friends mm-hmm. and relationships like yeah cherishing those and making sure to foster those yeah and then after that um there was a lot of feeling of anticipation and preparation 
um, as we were getting close to welcoming our daughter. Excitement, yeah. Yeah, and so it was just like a lot of like hopefulness and excitement, and I was nesting harder than I ever have, which you know ultimately ended up I feel being like I even a tender to do mercy. Some oh stuff. yeah, we both were ended up being a tender mercy because of then everything that happened after. There was a lot of preparation and things that happened that were like a huge blessing to us. So we do recognize that, but yeah, just excitement and preparing the boys for their sister and just me doing like birth preparation and trying to get ready because I plan to not have an epidural also planning like helping you prepare to help me to give birth and (laughs) and so just a lot of like excitement and anticipation and preparation and um I think just enjoying these last moments that we had as like a family of four too yeah um I think part of that too is like the work involved in preparation. Like preparation is key in life. And in this case, like we were preparing for what we thought was going to be a baby coming into our home and mom taking care of the baby and like your, you know, quote traditional welcoming a baby. But like preparation, I feel like when you do it can end up benefiting you in a lot more ways than what you think it can and we saw that firsthand so nothing like crazy revelatory there by any means but just preparation pays off in ways that you're planning for and in other ways too i guess yeah and then obviously the biggest emotions felt after this were with the birth of our daughter and i'm kind of weird but i'm really like grateful in a way that she was born on march 31st and I didn't start like getting sick until obviously the next day, which was then April. And so really, really of, cruel April fools. Yeah. Jokes. Yeah. It was and one of my best friend's birthdays, too. It was just like a really, really cruel joke. But anyway, and so I love that like March and like her birthday can hold like a really special sacred place for us. Its own and, like box. Yeah. And I know, unfortunately, there's like a lot of women that also have birth trauma, but it's from like the actual like delivery of the child. Like in the moment that child comes into the world, like whatever happened is really traumatic. And I feel for you. And I'm so sorry that those had to be like 100% synonymous. For me, I just like, I'm so grateful that I have this like such sacred special moment that we had with the birth of our daughter that was so incredible and then the trauma all happened very shortly after but separated from her actually coming into the world. Yeah, I feel sense. like no, that makes perfect sense. Like I think it's life is not ever black and white by any means and things run together and categories get mixed, but I think in a way, this is a very tender mercy, like, mm-hmm. of what was to come. And, again, we're talking about one day and the flip <laughs> of a calendar. Like, March 31st to April 1st really doesn't mean anything yeah. different to 99% <laughs> of the people in the world. But, like, to us, I feel like it was just, like, a special, like, little wink from God. Like, you know what? I'm going to give this, like, special category categorization to you guys. Like, you can have... Big word. March... Well, I had to keep up with you. You used the word synonymous. <laughs> I was going to give you $5 for that word. But, um, yeah, like you, you were saying, I think it's just a tender mercy that 
And again, like if they were in the same month, like they would still be special and hard at the same time. But I think for us, it's just kind of fun to be able to be like, yeah, March, March was its own month and it was like really good. Do you want to talk about some of those incredible emotions that we felt with her birth? I'm curious to hear it like just specifically from your perspective. Yeah. I mean, when I look back at her birth before everything, before I got sick, before you got sick, yeah. Um, one moment particularly that stands out for me is getting to the hospital. We, at least I was in go, go, go mode because like, I know how fast your labors have gone, (laughs) the other two kids. And so I was like an intense, like game mode, not nervous, but just like, let's get this thing taken care of, get you safe, get you to the hospital. Birth a baby on the side of the road. Yeah. I didn't really feel like doing that, but I have in my mind like just the clearest moment of like as we were getting out of our car Mm -hmm. to go in you like made me stop you're like take a breath take a breath and it's funny because I was wearing side note I've had a different angel's hat (laughs) for each of our kids being born the first time it was obviously an accident even the second time was an accident I just happened to be wearing it but this time I was like I'm gonna get a new angel's hat and have it be it was pink this time it was like a salmon excuse me to get a new hat you have a love of hats I'm a hat guy (laughs) um but anyway obsession side side note don't ruin the moment um I have the hat still obviously and it's funny because when you told me to take a breath I leaned up against the car and it was the part of the sliding door of our minivan where, like, the track is. And it must have had a tiny bit of, like, grease or mm-hmm. lubricant in it. And so I have, like, just the faintest black mm-hmm. stain on the hat, like, right on front. And normally I'd be, like, super bugged by mm-hmm. it and get annoyed by it. But now it's, like, serves as a reminder, especially after everything that we went through following this beautiful moment. Like, I see that on the hat and I'm, like reminded of you and mm. what you told me right then to so just so, slow it down to slow it down so whenever i see that i'm like slow it down mm. like good things are gonna come bad things are gonna come but just breathe in each moment i love that so that wasn't like the actual birth per se but like it's a fun memento to have and yeah, yeah. during the actual birth um i don't know i don't know it's different like our first two i think you just talked about this on instagram or posted about it but like first two were great like special like very sacred moments but just like with this third one i don't know if like we both subtly knew that something was coming like obviously in the moment we didn't and even looking back but like i wonder if just like again one of those like little winks from above like from god just giving us like these beautiful moments to hold on to during the hell that would come next like we had just something to look back and to hold on to because birth was beautiful i feel like it was an empowering moment for you um a moment for me where i felt like i was being an awesome husband i don't want to toot my horn by any means but like it was just one of those moments where like we we are gonna have toots on this (laughs) we we said we weren't gonna have toots um just one of those moments where i felt like and i don't want to steal your thunder of giving birth (laughs) and having an empowering moment but i felt empowered as a husband too i felt very empowered and felt like dang like i'm a good husband and i love being a husband to this woman it's so strong and brave right now and i don't know just yeah. like that that birth was just flawless and beautiful and 
she came out and you kissed her on the forehead or cheek and I remember holding her after and before I did anything I was like have you kissed her lips yet <laughs> and you're like no and I was like good like I want to be your first kiss and I kissed her on the mouth and so now our little baby girl's first kiss will always be your daddy <laughs> which is great but it was just peaceful. it was just peaceful yeah. like there's nothing really to say aside from just seeing strength and peace yeah we could and go stillness yeah. we could go on about this for a while we have a whole podcast about her birth but that was and i think the reason why we can talk so much about this is because it was like just this i didn't think i was gonna cry and here we go but it was just this like overwhelming sense of peace and calm and love and sacredness and it was almost like the angels were kind of surrounding us in that room Ooh, sorry um starting off the new year strong but the angels were in that room protecting us and just preparing us for what i'm sure they already knew was coming and and also ooh, also a gift to me because in that moment i had no idea um that it would be the last time that I would give birth. Um, and so it was just such a gift. And so that's like a, a tender mercy and a miracle that we hold on to. I feel like we'll get to this, but there was a lot of time in this year where I felt alone and kind of forsaken by our Heavenly Father. Like I didn't feel like I was really being taken care of, which... You know, looking back, obviously that's not true, but I just feel like when I really focus on those like feelings that we had when our daughter was born, I'm reminded that we were being taken care of and watched over and like we could have this incredible day, not even day, like 12 hours of mm -hmm. just like bliss and peace. And so I think that's why we love talking about it and clinging to that because pretty much the rest of the year after that i mean the last couple of months have been okay but it was just so 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 hard chaotic and, and the so exact we just, opposite yeah of it, oh complete we opposite like we were talking like okay before like we got on started recording we were like okay we felt love and peace and stillness and strength and the love and just perfection of this fresh baby from heaven and how amazing it is it literally and then, felt like a bubble yeah a and then we go to this next month so let's get into then what comes after it was literally Pop all opposite yeah. so it was just fear it was pain it was unknown it was chaos it was just like darkness it was Rapid, sadness rapid movement making decisions so yeah it was and just physical pain emotional pain just the stark contrast i think is really intense like when you if you were to experience what we experienced in the month of april when Alyssa's sickness really hit and we thought we were gonna lose her like if you experience that at any time like, it's going to be hard, but yes, I feel like 100%. experiencing it right after such a high, high, high of a high, yeah. it made it feel that much low of a low. Like, it was we went really from intense. just this extreme bliss and joy to the exact opposite. Yeah. And it was, it was hard. Yeah. It was heavy and it could be felt. Like, I feel like walking into the hospital room where baby girl was born and walking into the ICU room where you were 
about to be wheeled away for a surgery that you may or may not survive, like, oh, it was different. Yeah. And but it ha- at the it was same, fast. yeah, it was fast. But at the same, like on that same vein, like you talked about the angels in the room at our girl's birth. Like, don't you think there was angels in that ICU room too? Well, like, I'm, I know you, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying we don't believe that, but like, it's interesting that we could have such stark contrast of feelings, even though the angels may have been there equally, you know, like it's just. Sometimes I, I wonder, cause we have the, I mean, like we can come out of 2023 spoiler alert. Cause you know, we're just in April talking about our feelings, but we can come out of 2023 with still strong testimonies of our heavenly father and the love that he has and the plan that he has for us. And so, which has taken some time and a been a journey. It's still a process still too. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, so we have this belief that there were definitely angels with us. There were angels at our home helping to take care of the caregivers for our kids and our newborn baby. And like, we feel really strongly that like there was definitely higher power there. Even the doctors like who helped save me, they were like, it wasn't just our hand. And so, so yeah, I mean, I do, I do believe that. And I, I feel like, you know, let's, if there were angels there at her birth, I feel like those same ones, I'm sure, and I hope stayed with us the whole time. But I sometimes think like, man, if we felt as terrible as we did, imagine like no angels there or no heavenly father, mm-hmm. like how would that really be? And I can't even imagine. <laughs> like, like I can't felt even... like it was the bleakest. Yeah, bleak, I can't even know. imagine. And and um, we have some friends here in our neighborhood who they went through some unimaginable health challenges this year as well. And it was actually the husband who had some crazy medical stuff happen. And it's been really interesting to talk with them because the wife, um, who was then like the one, the caregiver, the one looking on everything happening, she has like shared this beautiful testimony about how she felt really strongly that like he would be okay. She was reassured. In the moment. Yeah. She was reassured over and over in the moment, like when they weren't sure if her husband was going to live or not, that he would be okay. And she shared this beautiful testimony. And I've also shared that in the moments I was not sure of anything. I was not sure of my Heavenly Father's love. I was not sure I would be okay. I was terrified. I was angry. I was in pain. Pretty much any negative emotion, I had it. And I had... On full blast. Almost no positives. And so I really like enjoy talking with my friend because we can just have these really open conversations with each other with such contrasting feelings in this time of chaos but still not be on the other side and like be working on our testimonies yeah i feel like like thinking of that um woman that's our friend like i think that's a gift that some people have is to like feel i don't know if you want to call it just optimism or just like sense hope even in the moment like for me when i was going through this i had no time to do any kind of reflection pondering like it was just i just felt frozen and also like i was moving a thousand miles Mm -hmm. a minute at the same time and 
so thinking of her and yeah I agree with you like I've loved hearing her side things because like I relate to her because I was a spouse who's like you were going through it and she had a spouse going through it it wasn't like her going through it and so like in a lot of ways it is interesting to talk to her too because like we experienced something very similar but like experience it in a very different way and process it in a very different way which goes to show at least for me it's like a testimony of how heavenly father comforts and consoles us and strengthens us in a way that's personal to us like for her that was receiving optimism in the exact moment of the turmoil that it was going to be okay for me it was giving me strength to eat food during your surgery because yeah. I didn't want to eat or and feed like, a baby in and the feed middle a baby. of the night. Yeah. I mean like yeah. there's just different ways. And to me, it serves as a, a reminder of how personal, um, our relationship is with God. Yeah. But this is also like amazing. And this is why we're sharing today. What we are mm-hmm. is because we listed all these terrible things. Like we listed pain and fear and chaos and despair and then we talked about confusion and setbacks because then I went home and then ended up back in the hospital and I was sick again and there was more fear and there was more pain and there was more unknowns and all these things. Um, and yet we can be here talking about like our faith in God and that he takes care of us. Yeah. I, and I always like when we bring this up, I feel like I have to give a disclaimer just so that people like know the reality of it it's not like well from one day to the next we were like oh now i see like no it's been (laughs) one heck of a process one heck of a journey to get to where we are where we feel that sense of optimism that sense of like oh there was a plan there was a purpose what we're still trying to figure out the purpose per se but like i I feel like yeah, no, and who knows? But like, yeah, this disclaimer: it was not from one day to the next that we switched from this despair to being so optimistic and having our faith no. just immediately refined through God. But with that being said, we have like really recognized the miracles that have come from this. I mean, we we've said this over and over, and I feel like we will just say this forever, but we know that my life is a miracle. The health of our baby is a miracle. Just so many miracles that we are able to see. And that's something that we want to always just try and focus on of this year. Like, yes, there was so much hard. Yes, it was painful. Also, yes, I'm holding a baby right now and she has a really stuffy nose and doesn't feel good. So you might hear little baby noises. Oh, she wants to say hi. She wanted to make her day. <laughs> but there was just, there was a lot of really hard. And I mean, even as recently as like, what, a week ago, I had a major meltdown. Just sad that all this had happened. Frustrated. Sad about not having babies scared of my body scared of what's to come i mean so yes we're a work in progress for sure yeah and something that's important to note too when we're talking about miracles is like at least for me like i always had this sense that miracles are easy to recognize like miracles are plain and evident but aside from like your life being saved and the fact that you're here like that's a miracle that's tangible and like able to be seen but like mm-hmm. all the other miracles that are part of this experience that we've gone through like I still have to like try to meaningfully like take time and reflect and then see like oh 
that's a miracle. Yeah. Like, it, and that's something that I think is important to note. That yeah. miracles aren't always as clear and obvious as you think Sometimes they might you have be. To really look Sometimes for them. they're like. Thank you for the drop there. Um, I think they're sometimes like little Easter eggs. They're hidden and kind of fun to like take time to like search for them. And... Yeah. And they're going to be there. Yeah. I promise they're going to be there. They could be big or small, but they'll be there. But I mean, so essentially this was obviously like the major moment of our year that just defined the whole year. I mean, between April... And I mean, truthfully, July, I was in and out of the hospital. I was not doing well. I was at appointments like every other day. I was, everything well, was. I'd been just say appointments every day between I actually going and you had home and, health. Yeah. Yeah. Like we PT just. PT and nurses. We were just like in the thick of still just trying. Like I came home from the hospital, but like our, our battle and everything was very much still going. And so. So between then, and I mean, then August came around, and it's like, I just think we were kind of holding our breaths. Like, we weren't sure. I feel like that's how the whole summer was, was just holding yeah. breaths, because you were in and out for, like, such a long time. I had a surgery. Appointments, like surgery, I had, yeah, so it was constant just, medications, and... Just a lot. <laughs> a lot of stuff, and so... A lot of things that don't necessarily make you feel like the worst is behind like yeah. obviously you hope for that and i think we did that we were trending in the right direction but like you were still just not at all close to like physically and uh, mentally mentally <laughs> just there was a lot of work to be done still and there still is now but i think toward the end of summer august we finally were able to kind of start to let an exhale out a mm -hmm. little bit like okay at this point i don't think you're going back to the hospital like at that point, we were, we were pretty, pretty, feeling pretty good about that. And I think just we we're in the mindset of patience. Like we just needed to be patient. Like there wasn't going to be healing overnight. Like it's going to be, we're in it for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah. No, absolutely. And, I, and so that's like kind of been the sentiment for the second half of our year, essentially. Um, as well as uh, just finding gratitude and also the importance of family and friends and living in the present moment. Because so I think that's been the hardest thing for me is like I'm always scared of like what could happen because a lot of like what happened, like for example, I had a baby and I was very healthy and then out of nowhere I'm sick and I'm literally dying. So that happens. Then I get sent home and I have all these doctors saying, yep, you're good to go home. The infection's gone. You're healthy. And then I wake up one morning and I basically pass out on our bathroom floor. So then we go back to the hospital. The sepsis had come Yeah, down. I go back to the hospital, whatever, taking care of the doctors. Like, okay, you're good. Go home. Everything's good. And then I ER wake up. visit. And I, well, yeah, there was a whole bunch of Three issues. Different there were a whole bunch of issues in that. I would just end up in pain, significant pain. Event. And so, yeah, that was rough. But then everything's good. Like, okay, doctors, yep, you're good. Go home. I'm home. And then all of a sudden, one morning, I just wake up in significant pain. So it was always just these like quick things. Like, I, there, it's not like I had warning, like, oh, I'm kind of feeling off, you know? And so there was a lot of fear there of like, what's going to happen next and what's, what bad thing is going to happen. And so 
that was a lot of the second half of the year too of just like taking deep breaths just trying to focus on the present moment and i feel like i really noticed this in you and i actually mentioned this to you recently that i um have really noticed and appreciated how much more present i feel like you've been like with our kids and a lot more patient and i think for both of us it's just we just came out of this year realizing like life is so fragile and we have so much to be grateful for that's that doesn't negate all of these like really bad feelings that we've had because those are still there and i'm still coming into 2024 with like sadness and grief and loss and still i still have some physical pain and like we still have some fear but we know like tangibly that this life is so fragile and we want to do our very best we're not perfect we still get impatient with our kids but we want to do our best to just soak in the moment yeah i mean i appreciate your comment that i have been more present i don't know that it's necessarily been the like super most intentional thing but i think just naturally from what we've gone through i think i've kind of naturally shifted toward being more present and focusing on the here and now being patient but like you said with that being said like when our kids make a huge mess or spill their <laughs> cup of orange juice for whatever, the hundredth and i'm time. not able still to be like oh Hmm. Alyssa almost died. This is so, so. great because Alyssa <laughs> almost died, but we have her, so this orange juice isn't that bad. But no, <gasps> yeah, yeah, right? You think so yeah. <laughs> but I think moving into this new year now, like it's definitely important to remember the good and the bad, like because that ultimately is like we, we can't just ch- pick and choose what things to bring with us, what things to leave behind, like. I think what we've experienced is, you know, part of who we are, obviously. And so moving into this new year, I still have a little bit of fear. Yeah. Like I still have um, wake up in the night sometimes nervous that I'll find you, like, passed out on the bathroom floor like I did one night. Like, the intensity has gone down greatly, obviously. But, like, I think those emotions are still there and... I don't know why I still have to carry those with me per se, like just in case, I guess, like preparation we talked about earlier, but like I choose to focus more on like the good things that I learned, like how amazing friends and family we have and like the support system that's around us, the, um, just this, the good that is out there. Like I want to bring that with me into this new year, like focusing on the light that there is in the world because it's so easy and yeah it's cliche to say it's so easy to get like (laughs) set back by like the bad in the world the you turn on the news and it's just a bunch of like negative things but at the end of the day there's so much good and i am going to this year choose to let the good and the light um outweigh and outshine the bad and the dark so And I think, too, like we've talked about this before in regards to kind of the thought that I've had of tragic gifts. And so, which essentially for me is like, you know, because I almost lost my life and because in, yeah, scary, huh? And because like in the midst of that, um, I had my uterus taken out so I can no longer have kids. Like I now 
have this like gift of being really present for like all of these like lasts that we have with our baby and so even though those were such negative things like I'm finding like the things to kind of be positive and have like a faithful outlook on those and so I just hope as we come into 2024 that um I mean we're never gonna forget what happened I hope we don't like and that's yeah and I don't I don't I don't ever want to forget because of the things that we learn and and truthfully like the pain you know is is less as time goes on but it also like has taught us so much like I I shared how like empowered I felt giving birth and like how incredible it was but I had no idea the actual strength physical strength that I would have to have to have like less than a week later just to like stand up out of a chair. There were so many times that you said that you'd rather go through an unmedicated delivery a oh, hundred times oh, over. Oh yeah, without a doubt, way, yeah, way easier than what I had to go through after. And and so I don't ever, I don't ever want to forget like how strong we had to be to get through this year. Um, it's kind of funny now, like we're dealing with significant lack of sleep as you can hear this tiny baby cough, but like, we are just struggling with sleep and it's like oh my gosh this is like the biggest thing and so i think too just as you're going through hard things this year because we all will have hard things yeah we all will have have hard things perspective but also just realizing like it's okay if your heart seems maybe smaller than someone else's heart like what if your hardest thing this year is like you're just not sleeping because you have a tiny baby and you're like well you know, well, the Nilsons, like, they almost died. You can't so negate your my heart. emotions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't negate your heart just because somebody else seemingly has a more difficult heart. Yeah. So I also still just want to, like, acknowledge that, like, just feel whatever feelings you have. And, and that's, I think, just really what we continue to learn is, like, we felt all these things. We felt some really, really bad feelings. We've, we felt some really good feelings. And I just want... I just hope that you can acknowledge kind of whatever comes your way, but hopefully it's more good than bad. Hopefully you don't have to have a year like we did to learn these things. Yeah. And so I just hope that as you look forward to this new year, as you make goals and as you reflect on last year and you kind of hope for good things to come, that those good things will come. But, um, you know, if they don't, or if the bad things kind of come that you will, be able to take a deep breath to allow yourself to feel sad and worried and anxious but to take a deep breath and keep just moving forward and know that you eventually will feel these positive things and that you can see the miracles yeah i agree 100 percent. miracles are everywhere as long as we do our best to find them that's for sure um Thank you for listening. This has been insightful for us to kind of discuss together as a couple and um, this has reminded us of what we want to bring into this new year and hope that you can find good things to bring into this new year as well. And with that being said, we will see you next time. And until then, love the Nilsons. <laughs>